Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.
Hello again, and welcome to episode 9 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me... James Ross, Bryn Monroe, Ben Meredith, Lydia Nicholas. And who are you playing? I'm uh, Sir Bertrand Bertie McGuffingham. Uh, I'm playing Hamid, the halfling sorcerer and man about town. <laughs> uh, Zolf Smith, the now-clean dwarven cleric. Sasha Rackett, the... Uh... Don't know where I'm from. No one, no one, no one knows. I'm just a person. No, why am I even here? No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> fine. Stop Lid looking at me. Just having an existential crisis <laughs> in the podcast. Stop looking at me. No, my character. My character is a difference. Okay, so uh, quick recap. The Fire at Edison's, the simulacrum was either destroyed or stolen or something. You guys managed to save a bunch of people, chase down the people who had uh, taken it. Well, I say chase down, they managed to get away. But you tracked them down, like the route that they took, into the sewers. And there was a brief period where Zolf was swimming in poo. Um, yes. You guys managed to find both the head and arm. I've never spelled that out. The right arm oh, okay. of the simulacrum. Mm-hmm. And As opposed to the wrong arm. Yay! Oh. See, James, that was... Brilliant. But we return the right arm to the long arm of the law, oh. and now the narrative continues. So it can do no more arm. <laughs> <laughs> no more. No more. Seriously, stop trying to give me a hand. You need to elbow out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you guys managed to return the right hand of the simulacrum. No puns. Right hand of the simulacrum to um, Sergeant Haringey, who then paid you. You guys have gone to rest at Hamid's and accepted the um, further investigative work of tracking down the people that took it. Any plans uh, either taken, uh, if they've made any more, destroy them and bring people back by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. So but first, we're going shopping. <laughs> Luckily, we completed the shopping trip between episodes. Yeah, shopping in Pathfinder takes during, a l- during the commercial break. <laughs> of a week yeah. <laughs> basically the week where they bought things we went off to Dubai that's basically the only purpose oh that's what, that's what we do we just yeah. go on holidays all the time um, so they all did their shopping uh, already um, what we're going to do is we're going to say that basically we'll join the party after you guys had a, a good night's rest uh, there was the awkward moment of you all waking up in the same flat that you managed to navigate and you did your shopping what I'll ask is what you guys bought but there's really no need to go through how we worked everything out and we will do a metacast at some point discussing equipment and good uses for different classes and things. But right now, just if people can let me know what they bought. So, starting with you, James. Cool. So, um, my character, uh, he, during uh, the previous, one of the previous episodes, uh, one of the uh, falcon pauldron eyes got knocked out. So, I've had that replaced uh, with, I believe the technical term is an ever-burning torch. Sure, yeah. Um, we're reskinning that as basically working it into the armour. I don't have a problem with that. Like a, it's basically a gem that performs the same function. Te- yeah, technically you should be paying more because it's an item that you don't have to hold. Frankly, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Oh. I should, but I don't. <laughs> For extra fanciness, it can be switched on and off because the falcon has got like a little eye patch and you lift it up and the light shines out, and you close it, and it's no longer shining. Sure. The um, item that it's actually from, the Everburning Torch, is normally meant to be a literal like fire on a stick, as Ben's described it before. <laughs> um, it's a flaming torch. The idea being that it only goes out um, if, I think, if it's wanted to. But you can take it underwater, you can take it into oxygenless environments, and it'll still burn. But, yeah, it makes no difference to me whether you reskin it or not. How much does it cost? Oh, and uh, the Everburning Torch costs 110 gold. Uh, which brings me down to 100 gold because I start off with the rich parents' stress ability. Which yes. is, <laughs> I have the ability to have rich parents. 
that's not the way that an opportunity works, I'm afraid. But <laughs> Anne Bryn, what did you buy? Um, so I bought, uh, I also had rich parents, but I had a lot more money left from my rich parents <laughs> than uh, James's character. I spent 250 gold on five potions of Cure Light Wounds mm-hmm. and distributed them amongst the party. Sure. And so, like, that's well nice, Hammond. So it's a bit, like, <laughs> is there anything, I don't have anything to do with oh, yeah, you. I, I that, didn't buy you right? anything. We're, we're a team. Well, yeah, you don't, you don't need to. Okay. Bottoms up, hey. <laughs> Nobody, no. <laughs> and Ben. Uh, I uh, bought a health potion of myself, so I now have two. Uh, and a healer's kit for the mundane healing, so setting broken bones and mm-hmm. making sure things don't get infected and just general useful things. Yep. And last but not least? Uh, I only had the 110 gold that came from that sort of uh-huh. dis- payment, and so I spent 100 of that on Masterwork Thieves tools yeah. uh, for the picking of the lockings. Definitely. Um, we'll be doing a, a Metacast guide at some point about how to basically, good ways to play rogues. Um, your first thing you should buy should really always be expert thieves tools if you can get them. And uh, the remaining ten I spent on two daggers because I had thrown daggers into the fire in the previous fight. And they're under a house currently. Yep, they are currently. <laughs> so I now have six daggers, which I think is a nice a nice amount. It's a nice round number. It's a nice round number. Even numbers are your friends when you're a two-handed, two-dueling yeah. fighter. Yep. So I've got two of them are winched into my lovely the the uh, oh, spring-loaded wrist sheaths that favorite. I already have. Uh, which are lovely, lovely hidden in mine. Oh, they're going to get better when you put wands in them. You can put wands a wand up. and then Spring fire. Wand sheets. Yeah, you can fire <laughs> fireballs <laughs> <with> your sleeves. <laughs> ah, I like it. Okay, so we will pick up where you have just finished your shopping trip. You guys are stocked up, shopped up, and you're currently stood. Let's say the square outside Edison's again. It's a it's a nice known place that's fairly central. Um, go. Right. I don't remember where the manhole cover is. I don't think. Does anyone? Because I think. I, I, I did. I do. Yes, I wrote it down. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> you, you said you had contacts in other London who might be able to help us. No. Like what I said was that I know my way around. That's fine. Look, we'll be in and out quick as possible. First sign of trouble. Yep. We'll make sure to. Well, hit it. Hit it really hard. With That's this, true. draws my sword, and then uh, I'm going to unsheathe the eye patch. <laughs> Bertie. 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 What? I'm practicing. Yeah, that's nice. It's good. No, it's good. Let's Bertie. save it for the. Uh, the first. Do it on the night. Right. Spoil my fun. Shoot the sword. You're, you're <laughs> going to be like. You're going to be so obvious down there. It's going to be. It's going to be. I mean, you're Think obvious up here, but like that is. Think about it. If you're standing next to him, who no. are they going to go for? Well, that's always the plan, right? There you go. That's, but you're... Me, I'm brilliant. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're okay. gonna love, they'll come straight to me and I will shake right. them heartily by the hand and say, well, I, what I'm saying I am Sir Bertrand Bertie McGuffin. You can call me Sir Bertrand and they will love me. That will but go if, down a store. If there was a way to maybe make us look a bit less neat or obviously, like, Hamid, you look pretty glamorous in that suit. That's going to stick out. Yeah. Right, just while we're down there. You want there. me to look not my best. What? Well, think of it like think of it you, like being your best can you for use, other London. Can you use that hanky thing to make yourself look less good? <laughs> I, I suppose maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how would that even work? <laughs> I'm not sure I understand. Right. So, like, if we want to be able to ask anyone questions instead of them just ripping off all your fancy suits. 
you're going to need to at least look Depends normal. on the question you ask. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I do look normal. This is how I always look. You don't look normal. We, we need to blend in. Yeah. Think of it like being like fashionable. Like a disguise. Yes. yes. Disguise yourself. Yes. Oh, okay. You are playing oh. You are playing a role, pretending to be another person. Like mm. fancy dress. That, but fancy dress that as person. poor people. <laughs> yes, well done, Bertie. As always, you've cut straight to the heart of the matter. <laughs> Hello, I've come as a poor person. <laughs> Look how poor I am, goodness oh. me. Look, I don't have pockets. Oh. <laughs> I cast precious... Press the... Uh, I cannot say that word. I cast... Press the digitation. Um, I mask my hair. I create the appearance of holes worn through and patches in my, uh, my suit. And I apply dirt as... As liberally as I am capable of doing without hating myself. Single tear rolls down your cheek. <laughs> That's good. That particularly, that is good. That will make you feel. I have seen the poor line people of, crying. Line that is, yeah. that is be, very good. I'm going to be honest, Sasha. I mean, look, looking at uh, Hamid when he's put on as much dirt as he can handle, what he's done is a really artful kind of smudge <laughs> just on the one cheek to make him look kind of pained and artistic, as opposed to you know rolled in dirt or anything. It'll only last five minutes until he gets filthy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, you don't think that me and Zolf need any scuffing up? No, I, I think you've, uh, whatever costuming you've done, you've been really very effective. Well, well done. Both I of do you. try my best. Thank you very much. Right. Now, you in particular, young lady, so yes. New leather jacket. Well, and, well, very, very, very wise, very sharp it looks to me. Uh, so, Hammond, if you want to work your magic on uh, Bertie here? I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> um... I don't know how I, I would really. Can you? Can that thing? I see you put holes in. Can you put dense, it, fake ones? Um. Uh, from a game ooh, mastering point of view, could, you can do minor changes could, like that, but you couldn't do a disguise from it. I could try do it, doing this. Um, I I use presentation to make it look like his armor is rusty. Yeah, you can do that. So it's still falcons <laughs> everywhere. But, <laughs> but all the falcons look sad now. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you stretch press the digitation okay. about as far as I've I can go. I've got a disguise kit. Oh yeah, like if you try to help him out, you can make so, a big difference. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Press the digitation, like I'm I said, gonna, it's non-mechanical. I'll be like, so it's, right, okay. so it's not the most. Well, it's not I mean, body, much it's as I appreciate your efforts, I'm just going to step in here a, li- a bit. And so I, I just pick up some dirt and apply liberally. And, in, and the, in the disguise kit, it has the lovely sort of oil-based paints that look like oh, dirt yeah, that yeah. stay, you know, so I can apply it predictably. Okay, give me a disguise check for Hamid and a disguise check for Bert. Oh, good lord, okay, so... This will be Hamid first, because I said Hamid. his name first. four plus three. Do you get a does the disguise kit give you a bonus? Kit. Yeah, I couldn't remember what... Uh, as far as I'm aware, the disguise kit... Or does it just allow it? I think, I think, it, I think it's about not getting a penalty. I think it just negates <laughs> okay. like a minus three. So, so seven? So seven is where he basically looks the same, maybe yeah. a little bit of more dirt on him. But, he's, but resentful. I don't see <laughs> from the resentful. The, the resent will help. That yeah. goes down well yeah. in other levels. Right. Um, and for Bertie, 12 plus three, so 15. 15. Mm. How, I'm, I'm now as a game master, how, how would you go about disguising armour? Uh, right, so obviously... Oh, I am a tank in man form. <laughs> a gleaming tank made of gold. Obviously, I can't Make really, me look poor. I can't disguise much of it, but... So, there's... I make 
his shirt or anything that is hanging out at all, like any rough. In fairness, you could probably find something like a cloak covering something. Yeah. And you can make the armor more tarnished. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put a cloak around him. I'm also going to really scuff up the handle of his sword, like so that looks all. Yeah, there's grub on it all over his face. Okay. Um, and so it just looks. So he just looks like he's been through a lot of sweaty fights, but sure. has not really cleaned. You're looking much more like I think a mercenary should actually. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Should I note down any like mechanical effects? Not really. It's okay. it's going to come down to me and people whether they recognise you or not and cool. stuff like that. So I'm quite well disguised. So you're in the middle of the square and everyone's watched Sasha cover you with dirt and all kinds of muck. Thinking about it, that wasn't the best move. We're rehearsing a play. Everyone relax. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have done that before we left the house. Or down <laughs> the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if we don't think it's taken, I'll just kick you guys in that uh, drain. <laughs> Get to find out what it's like. So, what do you guys do then? Uh, well, time to head down, I guess. Yep, yeah, definitely guess. is. I mean, if we want to spend more time on the disguises... No, let's no. go. No, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, presumably Hamid leads the way if you noted where the manhole was. Cool, yeah, you guys head there. You get to the manhole cover. It looks like it's been replaced. It is not at all order for Bertie to remove it once he's, you know, at the right level and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So you guys head back down and... I'll put it back. Which one do you go down? I should clarify. Do you go down the one that was um, Willikins and uh, Brothers in his shop or by the external the one? The external one. It was what I was The, the one right over the staircase yeah. that yeah, we I, came out. I assumed as much. Yeah. Um, so you head down that and you start clomping down the staircase, presumably. Clang, mm -hmm. bang, clang, bang, clang, bang, clang, bang. Eventually, you make it down to the level that um, Sasha poked her head at and saw was a bazaar. Should we start asking in there or should I we mean, go further down? Maybe one floor down, we'd come out of floor level of the market rather than above all the awnings. That's definitely a good yep. idea. Yep. Right. Okay. So oh, then taking, like, we'll take our lead from you. You're the one who's right. experienced. So, the thing to remember down here is that. No one will tell you nothing. Uh, no one will trust you. And no one will have seen anything. And... God, that sounds hard. <laughs> so, so... I don't know, it's pretty much along the lines with Bertie's possession checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have to find some way to convince people at, or, like, get them to trust us, which... We could bribe them? Well... I don't know. I don't have cash, but we'll see. Got a little bit. I didn't bring very much. There's I thought that there's wouldn't be a great there's idea. There's many ways to lever a person down here, um, and we've got skills in them all. I mean, I've got a big pointed stick. Yeah, I've got small pointed sticks. I have charm of this face. Yes, Smiles winningly, at, almost too winningly, excessively winningly at <laughs> all of the other members of the party. We, I suppose, leave you. Smiling and go down one more floor. Sure. Yeah, you head down one more floor, and you come across a door which is not intended to be opened from the other side. So basically, there's bolts and stuff. You could pull it apart. You'd have to um, unlock it because it still would require a lock. But we can I use your master <laughs> locksmith. Oh, yeah, you will. Lock things. Fourteen plus three. Yeah, right. you're, you're good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Many <I'm>... bonuses. <laughs> Beat that lock. Yeah, <laughs> booty, you lot. You don't need to. You don't need to hit it. You can use your little pick. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> just, I've got a master locksmithing. <laughs> just a hammer. <laughs> it's just a hammer. <laughs> well, it works. <laughs> so you open that lower door, and you um, it opens outwards, 
and you open it a little bit and encounter a bit of resistance, like like you've pushed up against something. Um, and there is the sound of voices very close to it. Uh, if you poke your head through, yeah, sure. Through. Um, you're you're basically the back wall of someone's stall. Like it's a door that just it's always been locked. So why would anyone bother? So they've set up a stall just plonked right in front of it. So you're opening up into what looks like a um, let's call it it's a shop that's selling butchered rat. Nice. Okay, where's the shopkeeper? The there? guy uh, the guy's there on the other side is going. This is prime rat. This is prime rat. Obviously it's prime rat. Look at it. This is bigger than your arm. Maybe not your arm. Bigger than my arm. The guy's not particularly tall, um, and <laughs> no one has no issue yet. Uh, I try it and sneak out the side of the stall, so I get out the back. I begin to realise as I'm doing this that this won't work for the whole party. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to get you to do a check for this one yeah. because it's home turf and yeah, it's yeah. it's no one's looking out for you. So yeah, I slide out and then only come through when I've made him ready. Tell you what, we'll say there is a, a rack of shelves which the yeah. door was pushing up and just pushed forward a little bit. Yeah. So you're behind a rack of shelves with rats sort of hanging from them. Right, come out when when the coast is clear, okay? Yep, Zolf, you tell him when to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll do. Okay, so I, I sneak out and I try and get around the front to to the front stall where sure. the rats are loaded. Yeah, no problem. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Powerful opening gambit. Charisma event. No, that's fine. I got minus one charisma guy. You're like, darling, here you, you guys are my friends. This is as, that's as good as it gets. While, while she's talking uh, to the shopkeeper, I'm going to attempt to sneak out without um, attracting attention. Sure, we'll do the sneaks and then we can all play the conversation depending Hello, on how successful people are. What is it that you're selling? I, I rolled an 18, so once again, 24 18? on yep. my stealth check. Hamid's, Hamid's out and quick and easy. Whoa, this is this is prime rat cut. What makes it Sorry, prime bear with, rat? Sorry, bear with me, lovely. If you're not going to buy something, go away. Will the person go there? Right, so, well, this is you know, prime rat. I mean, look at this. This one, this is hand-reared. I reared this myself. Where do you, you, where do, you do the rearing? Where do you do the rearing? Well, obviously, it's all reared locally. We locally source all of our organic rats. Right. Um, what they... What do they eat, the rats? I I advise another sneak roll, by the way. Um, Basically, when you guys decide to roll is when I'll assume you're still... I'll I'll kind of sidle out and just see if... Give me a sneak roll, because you're clanking and stopping. I'm not really really trying to sneak, I'm just sidling. sidling. Like, Uh, just being unobtrusive, but not like a... I can see, so I begin to talk loudly. Yeah. So, like, I don't believe that you could rear rats this good in this kind of place. You... How dare dare you? Obviously, the way that you rear a good rat is you feed it a good diet, i.e. rats. Right. Right? These are rat-bred, rat-fed rats. Right, but that (laughs) doesn't make any sense. Of course it does. It seals in the flavour, love. It seals in what flavour? The flavour of... I think you're, you're I, a liar. I think we're rolling now. <laughs> <laughs> you're running first. You're dead. Oh, I, I'm not sneaking. I'm just sidling out. But when he's I thought he was arguing, bother- I was just bothering. like... Oh, right. She deliberately started an argument, but I'm, you're going to have to. You're wearing full plate yeah. armour. <laughs> and, right. and you're not exactly subtle without it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm waiting for you to come here. out singing your own theme tune. Yeah, <laughs> da, 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 da. Ba, ba, sneak, 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 sneak. It's like a, it's like a sitcom. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who's... Okay. Sneak. That's down by the S's on the oh, skill sorry. check. Yeah. Okay. However, minus eight. Yeah. 
God. Do you roll? <laughs> take, take your medicine. Seven minus one is my uh, excellent. No, is you can't feed rat like that. Well, That's usually you can crush. <laughs> The door sort of, you try and sneak through, like you're being really careful, really adorably (laughs) careful. However, as you step sidle out, the shelves lean more and more as more of your breastplate sneaks out. Can I make a reflex save to stop it? Um, Since I'm there, yeah, you know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow that. Go on. Oh, no, six. You can try. (laughs) I will try. So what happens is, basically, you knock the shelves off, Zolf steps out to grab them, it falls on Zolf, covering him in this (laughs) guy's rats. Like, what are you. What are you doing in my stall? What are you doing in my... You. I Just don't turns know. to look I, at I, Sasha. I, 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 actually, I've, I've already turned, <laughs> gone around the corner. Nice. He turns to look right. at Sasha. She's not there. I, I'll have you. He reaches down, starts trying to dual-wield uh, rats. At this point, uh, at this point uh, pomp and pageantry uh, <laughs> with intimidate. Uh, Roll it first. Okay. Uh, nine. Uh, intimidate plus one is ten. Uh, oh, and the charisma is the thing I'm running on with that, or is it? But it, but it should yes, already be included skill. in your intimidate score. Yeah. So yeah. So the oh, right, reason okay. you have one so, for yeah. intimidate is because your charisma. Cool. But I'm spending twice as long doing it, so I have eleven. Eleven. Uh, Roleplay, and you'll see whether it works. Right. Uh, now, so what was the last thing that you said? Uh, I'll have you, and he's sort of picked up these two rats. Now, young man, are you young absolutely... Young man, I'm twice your age, mate. Very young man. Are you absolutely sure? Are you absolutely sure? I've had bigger than you. Really? If you cast your tiny mind back, have you? In all your long, depressing, tedious, <laughs> tiny, irrelevant, common, poor people years, have you ever had anyone as big as me? Anyone as big as my thigh, willing to bet I could kill you by breathing on you a little bit harder than I already am, <laughs> leans right in. <laughs> any closer, any closer. If I breathe any harder, I mess your eardrums right up. Mm. Are you sure this isn't seduction? <laughs> <laughs> the guy this just... could be a seduction if you wanted to go that badly. The guy just, the guy just starts there and just goes... What do you want? Right, I've got no money, I've got rats. During this little altercation, I'm clambering out from underneath <laughs> the shelves. It was just a mistake. Just nope. tripped. Don't mind us, just passing through. Nothing to see here. Yes. So he just strolls out. No, it's, it seems to have worked. The guy is glowering after you, <laughs> but he doesn't seem to have tried to beat you up with a rat or anything. Alright. Uh, I, I think I've left, because I had... Oh gosh, no, I didn't have any coins left. <laughs> you're, you're right back into uh, standard Sasha. Yep, standard Sasha. Like, I have maybe I'll take what, a, I can take a coin. Whilst from... all this has been going on, yeah. I've been starting to scout the other stalls. Are they all food stalls here? Yeah, um, it is. It is all wholesale food. Um, rats. Um, there, there's cabbage. Uh, a lot of the greens look kind of pale. You know, Sasha would know this. Um, if you want to tell him this, feel free. I'll just update you though. Yeah, I can. Well, there's there's strange sort of. Eels, not fish, hanging down. Things that obviously grow in sort of shallow pipes. Where would where, where we go to find our chemical supplies? That's what we need to look for. Oh, well, far away from here, maybe another level down. Uh, North London's good for our chemicals. Well, let's head that in that direction. It's a long walk. The quicker we start, the quicker we'll get there. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
a lot of the thing is that people do this stuff under the table. You're not going to get, like, because they don't want to attract the police. Well, you must know some people, right? Whoa, what happened to my accent? <laughs> <laughs> you must know some people, right? <laughs> um, I, I know some of the places people would go. Well, let's just head there. Yeah, so, like, let's go to, to the north end. There might be some of the shopkeepers that can tell us things. My contacts are people that you want to talk to. Not, it's not just for me I'm saying that. That's fine. I don't mind talking to people. I love talking to people. People are lovely. I'm going to say that you guys are starting to walk as the conversation yeah. carries on, basically. Um, so, you know what? Everyone give me a perception check. Oh, not terrible. Okay. I, I might even have the highest roll. I have 17 minus 1, which is 16, which for Percy is... Well, everything's bright, new and shiny yeah. down here, by which I mean mucky, smelly and horrible. <laughs> but it's still new. Mm. 18. Mm-hmm. 10. Uh, 23. Shocker. In fairness, it makes sense that Sasha would be walking through a, a bazaar and knowing what she's seeing. Um, yeah, so you start walking through. It becomes readily apparent that most of the stuff is grown down here. The stalls that you do see that are selling stuff that you would rec- you sorry the um, the upper London gang would recognise as you know, proper produce is like clearly the best stalls. They're probably paying people to bring it down here and stuff like that. Um, you keep going through the market stalls and eventually you um, you oh, work your way through the crowd. Guys, guys, you've got to try some of the salted eel. I'm it absolutely is. fine. I just think we should get on with what we came here to do. <laughs> you sure? So if you never tried salt, do they serve it on shit? Look. I have tried salt with eel, actually. I've tried it from all over the world. Well, do you want to try some of the special we other London... We do have a job to do, but tell you what, afterwards we'll, uh, we'll do a tour. I'm going to be walking quite a long way. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big breakfast. You get to a... Um basically a doorway that is leading through to what looks like another bazaar and there's a couple of uh, well-muscled guys who are holding what well, like clubs effectively just a length of pipe and a length of wood and just standing there uh you sasha recognize this as a standard toll you ain't going to be going from one room to another without paying at least a few copper guys like what you probably want to do as soon as possible and not even with the guards is change one of your golds to something that people notice down here a, co- a silver a copper like no one uses gold oh, down here oh I've got here. some silvers and coppers you've got silvers and coppers yeah. alright so as we go through they're going to ask you for a couple of coppers oh that's I'll... fine yeah basically the two guards are just you know arms crossed shoulder to shoulder I'll give them a silver for the four of us they raise their eyebrows give a bit of a nod and just yeah. step aside let you through next time don't do that don't, pay. don't be generous generous gets talked about oh okay <laughs> Cool. Um, you guys uh, carry on heading through, and you seem to be heading through um, something that's closer to what you'd recognise as a, no- more, a more normal market, like not specialised. So it's you know clothing, food, um, basic items. You're noticing that most of the stuff, like the real high-end shops here, look like charity shops. <laughs> um, you're in. It almost feels like um, like those Victorian stations that you'll get in England sometimes with like metal trellis work and stuff. So it seems like this is a, a larger area rather than the sort of sewagey bits that you were going through and there's remnants of buildings along the edges of it and it looks like you're walking through a large square but there are like the crumbled down remains of what looks like a an old bank on the left hand side and some kind of tailor how high the ceiling is the ceiling is you know maybe 50 foot up something like that it's a decent height and it's clearly load bearing though like it's big iron girders and things and the shops that are at the edges, some of them look like they're still in use, and those are clearly the upmarket ones. By upmarket, I mean Bertie could buy something that would feel like he'd bought it third-hand on top. 
and they're like you know they're clearly the upmarket but they have their own lighting for instance stuff mm. like that um heading through you see a few kids are playing some kind of bat and ball game um most of them are barefoot um the floors in fairness don't seem to be terribly covered in like glass and stuff but it's most likely because of the amount of traffic it's really crowded and there is this kind of mulchy underfoot which is probably half like paper rubbish and it's just made this kind of like urban mulch as you head through though sasha you notice um a few kids start swarming around bertie um, just because he's a guy in armor, you don't see it often. They're kind of pouring at him a bit. Um, give me one more perception roll, though. Oh, five plus six, so eleven. Eleven. Yeah, one of them is uh, reaching up and just trying to make his pocket. Bertie, Bertie, just uh, pay some attention to... Uh, I pick up the child. Give me a reflex save. Okay. It's a small kid and a fast. My reflex at one that's five. The kid um, quickly plucks, let's say one of your money belts. It'd be stupid to keep everything in one, but nonetheless, he sort of plucks a money pouch, sees Sasha looking, it's a young boy. I dive after him. Get, I, go for I, a reflex save. What have I got? Fifteen. Fifteen. That's good with the plus, plus five. Okay, kid makes it away, but only just, like, you're, you're sort of scraping the back of the thing, and it starts darting off, uh, running uh, through the crowds towards a sort of more open area on the left-hand side. Looks like he's making his way, uh, in fairness, it looks like he's way, making his way to north, but he's making his way through a, a door at that time. Um, and reaching into the pouch as, as he runs. He, he doesn't look older than about 10. On that, before you decide what you're going to do, I'm going to take a brief break and we'll get back to this in a couple of minutes. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, I'm James. And I'm Alex. All the way from Rusty Quill Towers. Now, this August... That's August 2015. If you're listening in the future, then we're all dead and apes have taken over the earth! Ah, curse you apes! You are the source of most of my problems. Now... We're both doing shows at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, and we'd love you, specifically you, to come along. My show is a stand-up show. It's called James Ross Lepidoptera. It's on from the 8th until the 29th of August, except on Wednesdays, at 4.45 at Globe Bar on Nidri Street. Um, Now, it will be literally the best thing you've ever seen if you've had a very narrow life and an extremely limited field of experiences. And I'm directing a sketch comedy show with a group called Casual Violence. The show's called Om Nom Nom Nominus and it's on The Pleasants Upstairs at 11.15pm from the 20th to the 23rd. If you like those nightmares where you run screaming from a monster only to realise it was actually just trying to invite you to a show but you didn't realise so you instead stayed home alone and watched reruns of Magic Roundabout whilst crying, then this is the show for you. It is the show for me. Yeah. So we hope to see you there and we hope we don't disappoint you too much if it's the first time you've met us. I am not going to disappoint you. I'm really impressive. You're a joy. Anyway... (laughs) With that, let's get back to the show. Let's do that thing. And welcome back. So, uh, Sasha has just, just by like centimetres missed um, grabbing the orphan kid who's tanking it off towards um, a, a door, basically, whilst running off with Bertie's coin purse. Uh, I think I, I've been explicitly warned not to flash the cash around. Right. And I'm dim. That dim. Yeah. So I think. Uh, oh goodness! Uh, what a young scatterbag! Ah, uh, that's um twenty, twenty. Oh, right down the drain. The guys, the little kid's already looked in the pouch, hasn't he? So... The kid, yeah, the kid was running, looked in it quickly, closed it, and accelerated very quickly when he right. saw what was in it. I think it is more sensible to stick with the team because they are obviously hapless. So... <laughs> I, I resent that. <laughs> some of the team are obviously hapless. Bertie's so. still surrounded by kids, by the way. So um, I run back and just like, get off him, get off him, get off Bertie, you can't, no, just like, <laughs> push him away. They, uh, they, they, they basically give you rude signs and, and stick the yeah, tongues out. Yeah, I then. know, I know, I can read their signs. Are <laughs> <laughs> the London Sign Language? Yeah, down. you do. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they they, they back off. They yeah. they all of these are clearly marks. They're, yeah. they're not not so much with you. No, guys, you've got to be careful. No, and like once he re- he tells everyone how much was in there, like that's more than a lot of these shops are worth. 
They'll be off. Right. Then let's keep moving. Sorry, sorry, just out of character. Isn't, would there be a way uh, for me to... Because I'd like to conceal money now that I've had some stone. I think even Bertie will realise that maybe... Sure, it's, it'd be as simple as literally taking it off your belt and hanging it like inside your curious. There's a bit of space I, there. I like do that. that. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. That Everyone makes total sense. everything of value. Okay. okay. So um, we keep going north? Okay, yeah, you keep going north. Uh, you're still heading in the same general direction as the kid. He happened to run in the same way. Obviously, eventually you reach the edge of the bazaar into the empty space that the kids were playing ball. And they turn and, and look at these guys because honestly they're, they're interesting. Uh, nothing, they're not running over or anything. It's mostly just. Mm, mm, and you make it to another door with a couple of guys there who are asking for a bit of cash. Uh, are they still asking only for some coppers? These guys um, are only asking for some coppers. The kid slipped past them. It didn't look like the kid like, paid them or anything. Right. I will hand them a few coppers. Yeah. The appropriate amount of money changes hands. Yeah. <laughs> sure, that's fine. They're, yeah, they, they don't raise an eyebrow and let you through. Um, Have I recognised anyone so far? You've not recognised any personal friends right. or anything like that. You have recognised a couple of the kids you've seen before, and certainly some of the stalls uh, yeah. have been there a long time. Um, whether the kids have recognised you... Yeah, standing uh, with such be obvious sense people. Motive. That'd be sense motive. If you want to know, you can. How does sense motive work in sort of seeing if anyone has? Sense motive is it's quite a broad one. It tends to come down to a GM discretion. Mm-hmm. What I tend to say is the broader the scope mm-hmm. of the sense motive, the less detail you're going to get. Okay. If you're in like an intense interrogation and you sense motive, that's okay. going to be a very different result because you're reading like micro facial stuff. But if it's right. a big group of kids, you'll know animosity, do they recognise you, big broad strokes. Okay, so I'm going to do sense motive on the kids that are staring at sure. us. Sure. Oh, one. One? <laughs> yep, natural one. You... I scream my motive! <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you start trying to get a bead on them and then you see someone moving sort of amongst that group and you get completely distracted and for a brief moment you convince that someone's about to try and mug them and then it's like, oh, no, oh, oh, Ugh. And then the, the moments pass and the kids are playing again, so... Right. Okay, well, we keep heading, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I keep um, moving in that rough sure. direction. You start heading... Um, you head in between sort of buildings and now you're heading down... We'll call them streets in inverted commas. Have you ever seen, like, photos of bombed-out buildings and things yeah, like that? Yeah. Like, post-disaster stuff? Mm-hmm. It's very much a case of people just set up shop in what was left of the buildings and made do. So there's lots of sort of... There's corrugated iron across what used to be a hole that was caused by the flood and things like that. Yeah. Lots of housing, it's very, very dense. It's not quite a slum, but it's dark. All of the lighting is coming from inside out of the buildings. There's no ambient outdoor light. No one's doing street lamps or anything. It's very much you sort your own light out, and there's so many people doing so that there's enough to go by. So for Zolf, no problem. Um, for Hamid, you don't have I don't low light. Get so you mode. and you and um, Bertie, it's it's quite dim. I keep advising you to keep the yeah. Falcon's eye covered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a bright light. So heading through, there's a few kids and stuff like that. You seem to be heading through a sort of residential district. Um, you're starting to draw near territories that you would have encountered, though, Sasha. Um, yeah. Like the far, I far on edges of your old one. Sure. Uh, describe this disguise for me. Uh, oh, and where do you put it on? Oh, yeah, so, good point. Um, I duck behind, like, I said, guys, just wait. Um, 
I assumed since if this was bombed out buildings that whilst large spaces will have been taken over to be dwellings, there might be the odd kind of little architectural quirk mm -hmm. where I can just dive behind. There is, there is. Quite there's, like, there's still a couple of. I mean, most of the rubble's been reappropriated, but you, you dug behind what looks like it was part of a wall or something that's too sternly mortared to remove. So I have dark hair, which is irritating because it's not easy to change colour. Maybe I put some red through it, mm -hmm. um, so it looks kind of like a sort of... I'm happy to say that you picked up yeah. a couple of um, dirt sheep, like a couple of copper wigs when you went shopping. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> it's I, made I mean, of a mop. <laughs> something in there that helps me kind of... like. So I put a hat on and then there's just a little fringe sure. of... Because um, I only have very short hair to start with. A, thing of like red hair just peeking out the front, you. so that it at least looks like I've got that colour of hair mm -hmm. and um, just a little bit of contouring to make uh -huh. my face look sure. slightly different. I don't really know how contouring works so I'm gonna... You can add shadowing so that it makes yeah. the cheekbones more prominent and it... Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I just look different. Sure. But it's... Obviously it's just a basic disguise kit. It's, so a, it's a quick fix. Someone that knows me really well in a chance encounter will still get it. Well we'll mm -hmm. find out. And it'll give, give me the wrong. Yeah. Uh, nine plus, oh, oh, I suppose disguise, yep. which was three, so twelve? Twelve. It's solid. Yeah. It's enough to deter a casual glance, not much more. Presumably you rejoin the group and carry Yep. Well, so while Liz's doing this, just turn to you two and go, so gents, how are you enjoying uh, other London? Well, mm. I just think we could be uh, getting more things a bit quicker. Fair enough. Not comfortable? Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I've heard such excellent opinions from you yeah. both. <laughs> oh, Hamid's not liking this. <laughs> Hamid is not liking this. Okay, so yeah, you rejoin them and presumably carry on. Yeah, you make your way through the residential district and you start making your way in towards a significantly seedier district. Um, and can all of you give me perception checks? Uh, five. Uh, 24. 23. 21. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, but you got a big sword. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you head in and all three of the people who have sight um, <laughs> see that there's a lot of not barely concealed underhanded stuff going on. As in, it's very much like there is a shop that sells tomatoes and it has a, a, like a bucket of nominally tomatoes except Rackets he keeps drugs <laughs> except he keeps reaching in lifting a tomato handing something to someone and it's not a tomato and replacing the tomato he picked up it's like, an orange it's, it's nominally a market and I'm, I'm honestly for the uh, for the two of you who aren't from other london why would they bother you know it's it's so blatant but it's it's very clear that uh, sasha's brought you to the right place hamid you notice off um, right at the edge of the market the boy that nicked Bertie's pouch Ooh. is talking to someone in the shadows of sort of an alleyway between two remnants of a building. I cast message mm -hmm. targeting Sasha mm -hmm. so I can whisper to her ah, without even clever. stepping next to her See. and point it out. Describe casting message, bearing in mind it has a vocal and somatic. I'll allow it to be subtle. In fact, I think you can do a concentration check to make it unobservable. I basically, it's, it's going to look like I'm muttering and sort of scratching at my face a bit and like adjusting. Okay, can you do me a favour and give me a concentration check yep. just because like you are trying to disguise it. So normally, to spell it out for listeners, when you're casting a spell, it's big, it's flashy, blah, blah, blah. You can 
take effort to minimise that with a concentration check, but it's not it's not making it silent or unnoticeable. It's just passing it off. Um, I rolled a twelve. Okay. And um, that'll be enough. It's it's you're in a busy place and no one's really. Yeah. So I'll point that out to Sasha. Do it in character. You may as well. It's a message. Um, Sasha, over uh, at our two o'clock. Um, I think that's the boy who stole Bertie's uh, pouch. Do I get to message back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a it's like okay. a whispered. Unrelated because we're getting CD area. We'll get the trident out, ready. Just have a readied weapon, basically. Mm-hmm. A lot of people turn and look at the most unusual weapon that's been here in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's why. I have no idea what's going on. I think I'm in a greengrocer's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have three bananas. <laughs> Oh yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Oh. <laughs> sneak over to where the uh, where the little boy is talking to the other guy to get a better look at who he's talking to. Do you just okay. wander away from us? Okay, I'll say I'll tell him via message. Keep them keep them quiet and uh, around here. Maybe buy some. There's a there's a salted eel store there, which is genuinely a salted eel store. It's not even drugs. So, maybe try it. It's very good. So, so basically, it's, Hamid, you look after the kids. I'm going to go have a look, and then I'll come back. <laughs> really um, delicious. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll just sort of go, oh, guys, um, do you think maybe we should uh, just um, pause here for a second? Don't pay more than two think, coppers. I think, uh, you know, what we're going to do next. And I'm going to um, cut across to Sasha whilst he sneaks. Uh, Give me the sneak check. Uh, nine plus... Uh, seven, six, seven. Okay, uh, you are sneaking up. Uh-huh. The kid doesn't seem to notice you. He, you manage to get close enough. Let's say you're. Let's say there's. Um, it's a narrow alleyway between the two buildings. There's sort of a column. Uh, co- column. Colonnade. Column. There's a series of columns. Yeah, colonnade. colonnade. Sure, you basically are hiding behind a column uh-huh. on a colonnade. Um, and you're able to... Uh, Using my listening skill. Yeah, I'm not even going to give you a perception. You managed to sneak close enough to just pick it up straight away. Like, looking around the column, they, they can't see you. You can see the kid's lips, but not... Hey. Yeah! But not the person they're talking to. Um, and the kid's just going... I don't even need to do the other voice. Yeah, 20 gold. No. 18 gold. <laughs> 18 gold. Um, no, it's, it's, the, it's the, uh, the big guy in the middle. Yeah. I, I, I reckon you can have him. I can, I'm within 110 feet of you, and I definitely, know. definitely. So I can say like, there's a guy that there's a guy here planning to attack for more of Bertie's gold. Uh, get ready. Uh, I'm gonna try and take him out before it comes to it, but I can't guarantee. Okay, we'll be ready. Um, and I'll, I'll, again, I'll just lean in a bit closer to you guys and be like, um, Sasha thinks we might be attacked soon. Don't. Don't do anything too obvious yet, but uh, just you know, be, be ready to respond. I'm hungry. I want eels. Sal- salted eels. I love salted eels. <laughs> Let's uh, go get some salted eels. The, uh, the kid then heads down that alleyway. You see the the pouch change hand. The kid kind of resists, but yeah. a, a larger, definitely an adult hand mm-hmm. comes out, grabs it, and uh, plucks it away. And you see a guy step out, and uh, Sasha, you recognise it as Ashen. Yep. The guy is he's fairly fairly lanky. Um, he's he's not well built. He's got a few couple of scars on him. Nothing particularly like massive or anything. It looks more like he's picked a few fights that he was too big for rather than anything else. Um, he is, however, 
fingering uh, dagger in one of his hands, and you can see that he is um, sort of looking out over the crowds and nodding to uh, a couple of other people. I'm not even going to get you to do a perception check. It's obvious that he's he's nodding to at least two, uh, maybe um, I tell three uh, other people. I tell Hamid. Two of the people to spell it out as well have dogs. Mm. Like pit bull things. Animal fights. Um, while you should the, handle animal skill. I do, right? While, um, <laughs> got a minus while Zolf is buying an eel, I'm just going to be leaning against another column a bit further down this colonnade. And I'm going to I'm just fiddling, but I'm just starting to uh, load my crossbow and winch it back sure, sure. subtly. No one's batting an eyelid, yeah. but there's a weapon here. Yeah, do we actually buy eels? I have. I am buying eels. You're buying eels. As a, have I got you, I've given you an eel. Thank you. Well, Bertie's got his priorities, that's all. <laughs> well, I, I'm asking for mechanical reasons because there are understand. dogs coming up in this. I am, I'm, one of the few things I'm good at is handle animal. Provided I can spot the animal. <laughs> it's, it's a small animal and it's a big crowd, so probably not so much. Where's this elephant? I yeah. don't know. Uh, but I'm sure when we do meet, we'll get on famously. That's... <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, Sasha, basically you see um, two guys with dogs and two other guys, in addition to the one who's sort of giving the nods, start closing in. The guy who's been giving the nods holds off until the others start closing a ring around everyone. Yeah. Uh, and then he joins suit. They're still very innocuous, sort of <laughs> moving between the stalls. They're just carefully positioning themselves so that you've, they've got the group unaware of you surrounded. I am going to sneak up behind Dash and try and stab him non-fatally, if that's a thing that yeah. I can do. Okay. Although yeah. that does make it more difficult, doesn't it? Here's the thing. He You're probably won't die. Right, yeah. Hit. Okay, so I try and stab him. Yeah, there's a bit, there's a bit of metagaming here. Technically, I should go, yes, you have to do an non-lethal. Honestly, metagaming is fine in some scenarios. You're also aware that there's a cleric. Yes, like, yes there's, exactly. There's no way, unless you were to do like a crit roll 100% on everything, then maybe you could bring him down in one. But yeah, even mean, then, I don't think you could kill him. Okay, right, So cool. you sneak up. Yep. Um, give me one final sneak to position yourself for a an attack. Uh, uh, 19, oh no, 13 plus... Um, Stealth, so okay. Twenty. He doesn't see you approach, so presumably <laughs> you're. Ching -ching. Yeah. Okay. I, I I just mutter to you guys. Ready. Tighten my grip on my trident. Yeah. <laughs> also spelling out by the way, this is totally how you play a rogue. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, in the uh, so I'm, I'm being ready, so I'm now I'm drawing my bastard sword. So I'm holding. Oh, using Bertie's idea of what subtly drawing your bastard Describe sword is. Describe what Bertie's idea of a subtle uh, drawer is. Going, I'm not drawing my sword! <laughs> <laughs> Pulling it out massively and holding it quite high. <laughs> I think uh, Bertie probably knows that holding it high well, is not obvious. High. I'm not drawing it's my just, sword. Just getting yeah. it mostly out of the scabbard. It's just uh, not here. Just checking it. Checking just it. Looking, <laughs> at looking at this for... Gosh, I have a lovely complexion. Right. So, uh, finally. Yep. Oh. I was just saying as well, um, I've uh, tried it in one hand, but I've got my eels in the other because it will become uh, a combat manoeuvre. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there is one actually. Uh, I'll tell you about it after the episode. You're going to command um, the loyalty of dead eels. <laughs> <laughs> Fight for me! <laughs> you are to the best Blot. of your ability! That's <laughs> 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 a point. Well, you tried. fought long and hard for this. Yeah. Make your full attack. Two weapon sneak attack. 
Roll your 2d20s, okay. one for which is left hand and which is right hand. Uh, it matters. Okay, uh, my Actually, black. Uh, which is which? Is your character left or right handed? Out of curiosity. Right handed. Okay, cool. Okay, so uh, does it matter? Well, main and offhand. Like, it's a good habit, really. Um, I don't believe but her, because of her feet. Sure, and that, it's a fair point. Like mechanically, it won't make a difference. But I really want people to get in the habit of saying whether sure, they're sure, using sure. their onhand yeah, or yeah, yeah. offhand because onhand is your dominant one. Yeah, yeah. If you do things with your offhand, then it's explicitly stating, you know, I'm hitting someone with my shield and I don't have abilities. You have to yeah, take yeah, penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I really want people I to separate. I have specifically it. worked to be a dual wielding yes. fighter. You're fine. You're right. fine. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. So uh, black is right and yep. white is left. Okay. Okay, 17 on one and 5 on the other. Okay, so what's your attack bonus? Yeah. Is no, no, it's on there. Uh, including oh, right. the dagger, it's one. 1. And the crit range of a dagger won't include the 17, sadly. No. You get 1 hit, though. Uh-huh. Um, so you roll the damage for that 1 hit, which is a d4 and a d6. Plus you get your dirty fighter of a minimum of 1. Uh, so 1 plus 4, 5, 6. Well, no, because you've got minus 1 strength as well. Which yep. ca- they effectively cancels out the dirty fighting Yeah. Okay, so five. Yeah, that's the one. Um, honestly, it's solid. Uh, the thing is, when it comes to playing a rogue, you scale up on the damage really hard yeah. compared to everyone else. For Bryn's magic missile, it it by the hit level twenty, it's going to do about like twice as much, maybe. It's five d four. Yours is kind of it's almost a logarithmic, like it, it scales up really hard. Yeah, you don't like need to. It's fine. I'm fine. I don't. I'm not disappointed. I just don't want you down on rogues. Rogues are my favourite. Everything. Yeah. Okay, so you do your five damage. Yeah. Ah! He um sees you. He turns around, yeah. sees you, and we'll begin combat. Roll for initiative. No, we're going to break there and then we'll carry again next week. Cool. Well, uh, that was a fun one. Yay! Good to see Sasha in an element, even if she hates her element. Yeah. But yeah. Good um, to see Birdie out of his element. My element is gold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening as always and we hope you have a good week and we'll see you again next week. So, uh, goodbye, I suppose. Bye. 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 Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. We're recording. You don't want to test me then. Uh, I your <laughs> waveform's rather obvious, James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's looking at your waveforms. <laughs> Quite the waveform you've got going Disgusting. on there. Disgusting walking around with a waveform hanging out. Just the way I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.